Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Hello and welcome to Discographology, the podcast that is so perfect for long car trips. <laughs> yes. Today it is. we will be discussing cruise cuts, our favorite music to drive to. But before we embark on that journey, let's gas up on what we've been listening to lately. Josh, what do you got going on in your tank? Oh, I've picked up a few things, uh, not as many as maybe I have in, in past episodes, but uh, real quick, I want to talk about them because I want to I want to mention something I've been listening to as well. So uh, I just want to mention I, I bought Let It Be again. First off, <laughs> uh, they just did the big anniversary edition of that to coincide with the Peter Jackson directed documentary that's going to be on Disney Plus in November. And what? they did the the big reissue of it, and there were several different versions. I, as I told you guys in the text, I believe I showed some restraint in not getting the <laughs> massive five disc version with all the different outtakes. Um, I picked up the one that's just the two disc that has the original album remastered, and then the extra disc, which is just sort of assorted outtakes. And it's all right. I mean, the outtakes are fine. I uh, I think there could have been a lot of other stuff on there. That'd been cool. Um, let it be sort of the the most um, well documented Beatles recording session. You know, there's hours and hours yeah. of actual recording. video footage. Yeah, I mean, there's so many and well, there's so many different songs they tried and played, and you can find them out there, bootleg versions. So I was a little disappointed they didn't put a lot, a lot on there, but it's got a few cool little moments. Um, and then I also, as I texted you guys, picked up the 7-inch or 45 single of Something in My House, the Dead or Alive song. Oh, yeah. Does it have the radio edit? <laughs> yes. It does. So it's both sides. One side is like it says short version and one says long version. And I believe the one you put on your Halloween mix, Logan, is the short version, I think. Yeah. Whoa. It yeah. should be. Yeah. Like a, dan a club mix that's long? The long version is just the same song but slightly longer i don't know it's uh it's all right but i mean i i love that song so i was really happy to find that at the flea market and then that same trip i actually found another album that i think uh logan you've said is one of your favorites so i, I actually had this on cassette but i found it on vinyl it's a uh, new orders low life oh yeah yeah, so I, I picked that up. I was really happy to find I, I never find good flea market finds, and I found that one for yeah. nine bucks, which I yeah. thought was a, a good deal for that album, for sure. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, put that on. Love that album. Uh, I, I haven't given it a lot of time. I've only spun it once, but I already knew Love Vigilantes, but there's a few other tracks on there that really jumped out to me as good ones. There's Sunrise? one on there that sounds like... I don't know the names. There's one on there that sounds like The Cure. Like, it just, it sounds like a Cure song. Like, I'll have to text it to you later, because... I know which one you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? It it yeah. sounds so much like The Cure. <laughs> um, but uh, what I wanted to ask you, Logan, was, as far as listening to stuff, have you listened to the new Idols song at all? Uh, no, I have not. 
Oh man, has I, I don't know if anyone else is an, an Idols fan, but I will they, check uh, it out. They just put out a new single called Beachland Ballroom, which I guess they're putting on an album next month, uh, which you know they put an album last wow. year, so it's very yeah. quick. Um, and I haven't pre-ordered the album yet, but man, this song, it grew on me quite a bit. First listen, I was like, this is totally different than every Idols thing I've heard. But then after several more listens, it's, it's really good. It's totally different though than like older Idols stuff. Um, hmm. but not in a bad way at all. Like it's just, it's, it's a good song. You should check it out. Beachland Ballroom. Um, I will. I'm interested to hear your, your take on that one, but uh, yeah, that's what I've been uh, listening to uh, lately. Uh, Matt, what about you? Well, uh, haven't been to the store at, at all to look at anything, but ha- have been listening to, to some stuff. Uh, just by happenstance, um, happened to put on um, It's Hard to Find a Friend. Uh, I, I think I was I was flipping through YouTube and, and came across um, a live version of Big Trucks that I hadn't seen. This, of course, uh, is the uh, Big Pedro Trucks, Lion. you say? What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one There's big trucks only- here. <laughs> oh, rolling down the street at a <laughs> wow! It's it's funny that you bring it up. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, so, so been listening to that, and then also uh, in our our upcoming uh, album, uh, you know, second volume of of our Craftwork series. Uh, one of the Craftwork songs, and and, and we'll talk about it. Uh, you know, I, I th- it was just such a weird, you know, kind of. Uh, connection for my mind to make, but it reminded me uh, of of the the very intro to the album Ten by Pearl Jam. So I, I've been, uh, you know, I, I returned to that because I hadn't listened to it in a while, and um, you know, in you know, trying to remember where the the non single uh, songs off of Ten and and where I was hearing this this sound, and it's it's kind of a a, a bookend to that album, but um, you know was walking around campus and, and, and listened uh, to to that album, which I, I, I remembered all the songs, and I'm sure I've, I've played it all the way through a few times in my life, but it had been many years, and, um, you know, of course, you, you hear the songs on the radio if you still listen to the radio every once in a while. You know, Jeremy's great. Um, I think Even Flow is, is a pretty fun, you know, uh, pretty fun rock song. Alive's pretty good, but... Um, uh, where I thought that I would find this this craftwork, you know, sound alike is on the outro track track, which is called Release. Um, you know, very mellow, very, you know, very kind of atmospheric, you know, in a Pearl Jam way. And I was, uh, you know, pl- pleased to to return to that. So, so yeah, been dipping back into uh, into the '90s with uh, with Pedro and and with Pearl Jam. Well, Josh, it's it's funny that you mentioned Low Life just now because mm-hmm. I came home from work today and the album Low Life was sitting over in our vinyl area. Uh, and I'm guessing that means my wife um, purchased it. Also found it at a flea market. Coincidentally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are the odds? I'm guessing it was mail order. Um, but we didn't even have time to discuss uh so new I, I, order I mail order yeah <laughs> um <laughs> and then i also wanted to let everyone know that our copy of 36 chambers the wu-tang nice um sounds good and i uh 
had no problems with sound. So running, playing the Vinyl Me Please disc or discs, it sounded really nice. No, uh, no funny stuff with the sound like on Mars Volta. Good. Well, that's always gratifying. Um, yeah, the album still sounds awesome. Uh, it's, a, it's a really great pressing and um, hip hop album skits on vinyl are really funny to me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Just the fact that they press these these skits into the wax. I had never really listened to uh, some of the skits on that album, by the way, when I put it on. I knew, of course, the torture motherfucker one from yeah, from uh, Method Man. But like, th- there's a couple others on there that when they came on, I was like, huh, I guess I've never... Because I never have actually listened <laughs> to that whole album until oh, I got it on vinyl. So got it was to, like, you got to. oh, there's some other skits where they're just talking about like so-and-so getting shot. <laughs> the, yeah. There's... The one where they introduce everybody is, I, I think, the best uh, one. Yeah. It's like from an interview, maybe. Oh, you know, it's definitely from an interview. Yeah, that's a that's a classic. Um, been listening to a little bit of Megan the Stallion, preparing to go to her show in Tulsa in March. Wow, where's she playing in Tulsa? Canes? Because <laughs> that um, would be hilarious. <laughs> actually, she's she's opening for Dua Lipa, and it's in the freaking some whatever uh, stadium, box yeah. box center. Okay. Um, so this, this bill is insane. Megan, uh, Dua and Caroline Polachek, um, the, uh, art pop singer Jess and I both love. We got the, um, the health and nine inch nails collab seven inch single on vinyl. Finally, it finally came. The song's called isn't everyone and it's awesome. Uh, cool thing to have. And finally, um, I asked Josh about this already because I figured he would know having just recently researched uh, alien music for Halloween. But has <laughs> anyone heard this is what the t- this is what it's called. Has anyone heard of this? I want to know Jeff Wayne's musical version of the War of the Worlds 1976. I don't I've think not so. heard of that. I, I did want okay, I did want to ask you before you talk about. It. So is it the one on vinyl? The cover is like a really elaborate, like kind of picture of the 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 aliens from more of the worlds yeah. and the, the tripod fun- machine. Yes. Okay. So I have seen that vinyl out oh. and about, but I've never. If you see it, it, buy or, it. I for, buy okay. it for me if you see it. It's just it, it looks like a cool relic to have. I only I only know this exists because an internet friend <laughs> recommended it. Uh, not something I'd normally go seeking out, but when I somebody made a rock opera out of War of the Worlds in 1976, and I had no idea this ever existed. Um, <laughs> it's really bizarre, and it's narrated by Richard Burton, and it's like disco, funky, uh, prog rock, really really cool synth sounds throughout. It's really long, really instrumental. Um, my theory, since no one's ever heard of it, my theory is the wall came out a few years later and people, I don't know, got like rock opera fatigue (laughs) and it just got, uh, I don't know. It it was forgotten. I'm looking at it now and, and yeah, this is definitely the one I've seen uh, at places before. See, if you find it at a thrift store. No, I, not at a thrift store. I think I saw it at uh, a, a music, like a record shop. Text okay. it to me too, because I, I want to yeah, see what I'm it gonna is. I'm going to screenshot it and text it right now. Yeah, it's 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 really cool art, cool lettering on here too. 
I don't I don't even know who Jeff Wayne is. Just some composer. Yeah. No idea. So is that uh but you yeah. listen to anything else? Nah. <laughs> That's it. Just just that. war just war of the worlds and <laughs> Megan the Stallion, yeah. you know. Uh, I mean, look. <laughs> I don't have that much time to listen to a lot of stuff outside of podcast preparation. So. I just thought it was funny that that was, that was it's a very diverse yeah, listen there. You I know, mean, 70s I, rock opera. I got diverse taste here. Yeah. Logan, what have you been up to? Well, I've had some time off, so I took advantage and I took a little day trip to Kansas City and hung out with our friend Bo, and uh, that was nice. a lot of fun. I also hit some record stores. I was able to pick up a couple Chelsea Wolf albums that I needed. Uh, His Spun from 2017 and Birth of Violence from 2019. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm only missing like her debut album from like maybe 2009 or 10 and that's it. So um, I also picked up the new Amel and the Sniffers, Comfort to Me. Uh-huh. And that just came out, I think, in September or October. Like it, it's it's right off the shelf too. So, uh, uh, and I texted this to you, Josh, or you guys uh, about the Beach Boys Sunflower slash Surf mm-hmm, Up mm-hmm. double packaging mm-hmm. with some bonus material uh, reissues. So that was cool. Um, I already have Surf's Up, but I didn't have the the bonus, and so I thought, well, it, and I had the older version, so it was nice to have the reissue. I haven't been able to listen to it yet, so I'm eager to. And then I have just been listening to, I didn't buy this or anything, but I've just been listening to Appleseed Cast's uh, Peregrine from 2006. Uh, they recently came to Springfield on Sunday, last Sunday. Oh, wow. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. My wife and I went out and saw Appleseed Cast, and it was rad. So it was really cool to see them, um, talk with them a little bit. Were they at the ballroom? Uh, uh, no, they were downstairs at the Odyssey. Uh, which used to be the High Life. Oh. So they've redone that, and everything looks really good in there. Uh, though it's really fucking dark in there, and I'm getting old, and I was just like <laughs> walking along, having a nice little stroll, and then all of a sudden, boom, about fell over and tripped and, and landed on the opening drummer's lap. And I was just like, oh, sorry. I didn't know there was a step there. There's like no indication. It was just Everything's like, uh, painted black. And I'm like, oh, they're probably going to think I'm some weird drunk old dude or whatever. And I'm like, oh, jeez, get me out of here. Can't even go out of the house. Fuck. But anyway, I also picked up a little stash of things that uh, I think pertains to the podcast. A little stash of uh, 33 and a third books. Um, yeah. They had some of those at Mills. I already had the Twin Peaks soundtrack one, um, but I was able to pick up the Chocolate and Cheese, Ween, and OK Computer, Radiohead, and Pet Sounds, Beach Boys, and uh, Low, uh, David Bowie. So I'm really nice. eager to get into those. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of what I've been getting into, um, and then just kind of going to craft work land, getting on the autobahn. Yeah. So I think uh, that that brings us to our next point. Uh, I I figured since autobahn was a uh, such a seminal album, and you know, kind of uh, takes a journey, and and you get to take a trip. Uh, I thought. What would make some, you know, good music to drive to, to cruise to? Uh, so that that got me thinking about our next segment. Ooh, cranking up the music at a hundred miles an hour. Cruise cuts, cruise cuts. Oh. 
Nice. Gotta have those cruise cuts. So we're talking I love about the big trucks reference. <laughs> it worked out perfectly. If you drive and are a music lover, combined it can make for a wonderful experience. But whether you like cruising around town to your favorite jams or taking a long road trip in need of a playlist or specific album, music and travel pair well together. So let's discuss some of our favorite cruise cuts. Josh, you want to go first? Yeah, uh, I, I have a lot of songs about Tom Cruise that I really enjoy. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I, I wish I, I wish I could think Tom of a Tom Cruise song off the top of my head, but I can't. Um, by the way, I do want to mention I, I recently kind of did this um, with my wife. It was our anniversary, and we really had nothing planned, so we went on a drive. Uh, we did listen to Autobahn on the drive, but uh, we also listened to Incubus Morning View. Um, that's not necessarily one of my cruise tunes but it was the anniversary of that album and we both really liked this one. So we, we listened to that as well. Um, so for my cruise tunes though, uh, speaking of my wife, I do want to throw out before I get to my top five, a quick honorable mention here. She brought up a song that she says she loves driving to. And I actually have to agree with her. Although I will say I'm not as big of a fan of this band as she is, but she said Queens of the stone age, 2002's song for the dead specifically from the album songs for the deaf um mm. i'm assuming blake logan are both familiar with that song yeah the whole album is a good choice i think because it has the whole vehicular uh motif yes, yes. around it but that song in particular it starts with that driving riff you know josh holmey kind of playing the riff over and over again and then dave grohl kind of coming in with the stutter drums at the first and then eventually just, you know, doing his Dave Grohl, kicking the crap out of the drums. Uh, so I, I, I have to agree with her that that is a good one, even though that technically wasn't my, my choice. Um, yeah. So very, very good choice, Beth. Uh, so my, my top five, I, I went with, I kind of split the difference here. I went with like um, a couple of, of songs that I think are good driving songs and then a couple of albums. So for songs, I've got 1970s Led Zeppelin Out on the Tiles, which is from Led Zeppelin 3. And uh, if you know Led Zeppelin 3, that album is generally not a great driving album. It's pretty like low-key acoustic Immigrant song is a good Yes, but it has a few like that. So it has Immigrant Song. It also has Out on the Tiles, which literally the first line is, as I walk down the highway, all I do is sing this song. And uh, Mm -hmm. Celebration Day as well is another really good one from that album. So kind of a few on there that are pretty good. Another good driving song I have down here is Arcade Fires 2007, No Cars Go. From, oh, that's a great choice. Yes. From Neon Bible. I, I should have thought of that. Uh, I mean, the whole song is about, you know, we know a place where no cars go. But that being said, it, it has a very driving rhythm to it. Uh, actually, one of my favorite kind of rhythmic parts that they've ever had. It's kind of an interesting, like... I don't know how you would describe it. Blake, can you like on the drums, Which you know, part? how like the main part that does the like, kind of like, yeah, that thing, that part, it's kind of a cool little rhythmic deal, but it's almost a motoric rhythm. It is. Yes. I didn't think about that, but you are correct. And then the whole lyrics of the song, you know, are about no cars go. And so it definitely fits. There's also another song of that album called keep the car running. Um, yeah, there's a lot likewise. of car stuff going yeah. on. Uh, and then I'm going to save 
my last my 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 other song for for the last one because it's the it's i think my best choice <laughs> truthfully so two albums though that i love driving to uh one is 2001's rock in the suburbs by ben folds which i i realize is probably a little bit of a weird choice but let me explain sometimes you're on a drive it's late at night let's say you're coming back from a show you drive up to st louis we've all done this see a show come back you know you're driving the three hours back and it's you're tired and you want to put something on that you can sing along to and and usually i don't know about you guys but i reach for a a nostalgic choice right something that you loved back in the day you know by heart you know every word to kind of keep yourself awake and for me that is definitely rocking the suburbs I say, it's definitely too. 2001's Rock and Sarah's Bitfolds. And, and there are some songs in there that are very driving. Zach and Sarah is, is the one that comes to mind. It's It's got a very driving kind of piano riff and, and drum part. But I think Matt can attest to my, my, my love of that album. And You do uh, love that album. It's definitely <laughs> one I would throw on in the car coming back from a show. Uh, a more... I, I almost said more modern, but I just looked. It's 2009. It's, God damn. <laughs> like it's the how, modern era. Yeah, almost a decade, over a decade ago. Uh, but uh, Metric, uh, the album Fantasies. Oh, that is, I love that album. It is a, a great album. It's another one you can throw on, listen to all the way through. It has some some bangers that are really, you know, driving like Help, I'm Alive, which actually does a fairly similar beat to No Cars Go. Um and uh yeah, yeah just a great album um on par i always it always reminds me of the garbage album version 2.0 um mm. in, in that it's 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 another one that i can listen to all the way through and i feel like metric in some ways are kind of like taking what garbage was doing and expanding on it a little bit um I don't know. I just love that yeah. one uh, for sure. And I think Blake, yeah, you're, I know you're a fan of that one as well. And Jessica as well. Oh yeah. That's their best. Oh it, yeah. She loves it. Too. It's a great album. Uh, so my, my favorite one though, my best choice here is my, another song. And I don't think this, this album in particular is a great driving album, but this song, would you guys, when uh, Logan said cruise tunes, the first thing that popped in my head was this song. It's a, a perfect, you know, you're driving through the country. It's dusk and the windows are down. And it's 2002's Golden Age by Beck. And literally the first line of the song is, put your hands on the wheel, let the golden age begin, let the window down, moonlight on your skin. And it's just a a breezy kind of melancholy, though, song. And it totally puts me in that headspace of just driving out in the country. Um, so I definitely would say if, if I had to pick one cruise tune for sure, it'd be 2002's Golden Age by Beck. Huh. That's a great those pick. Are my, yeah, those are my cruise tunes. Nice. Uh, Matt, what are you uh, walking down the highway and singing a song? I don't know, I was trying to incorporate <laughs> out on the tiles there, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, as you almost... walk down the highway, you sing a song. What song is that? That that almost sounds like a like a Dylan lyric. Um <laughs> <laughs> but um, I th- thought a lot of or thought some about this, and um, was thinking about what makes a good driving song. And and I guess you know the Josh, your examples have shown that there's you know there's several ki- you know kinds of song that you know songs or records that can be good uh, driving records, and um, some of them are just songs about driving and you know it wouldn't be an episode of pregame if i don't 
you know, talk about Modest Mouse. And of course, you know, they've got <laughs> albums, you know, talking about driving. They got songs about driving, Interstate 8, Baby Blue Sedan, um, A Life of Arctic Sounds is kind of a sleeper one. Uh, and it's got a refrain that, you know, 100 miles is a long drive inside a car, 200 miles is a long drive inside a car. Um, so, you know, that, that that's that's my, my requisite uh, Modest Mouse plug. I haven't driven to this song, but I feel like Brutus, uh, you know, from from what we heard from Logan's <laughs> mix, would 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 definitely, you know, kind of uh, feel that that energetic, uh, you know, amped up driving um, driving feel that also um, I get when I listen to when I used to drive around a lot for work. You know, I'd flip through uh, the uh, the radio before I had a an iPod and. You know, so lots and lots of classic rock radio all throughout my life. And I think probably one of my favorite, you know, kind of classic rock staple drive, you know, songs to drive through is is Working Man by Rush. Um, you know, <laughs> just, you know, b- big, you know, kind of uh, driving with the windows down energy there. I would I used to, you know, I heard that several times on the on my long commute back from uh, from Sparta and um Kind of in a similar vein, um, Van Halen, I think, is, you know, they they, they kind of straddle bo- both uh, both the qualif- uh, qualifiers there and that they've got songs, you know, kind of about cars, uh, but also uh, they, they have a vibe of, you know, acceleration uh, and, and just, you know, and, and energy and, and that sort of thing. You know, you, you put your jean jacket on and, and uh, you know, take the T-tops out and, and uh and blast some uh, uh, some Van Halen. What are T tops? <laughs> uh, in like nineteen eighties, and they, I think they had them in the nineties too. They, there was there was a type of uh, either like I I think you'd see them on Firebirds and Camaros, where it wasn't a convertible. You know, you had a solid, you know, kind of rear window and and you know windshield, of course. But instead of a, a roof, you had these two windows that um that you could remove oh yeah 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 okay yeah i was just making sure you weren't abbreviating like tank tops or something (laughs) (laughs) matt calls them t-tops get on some t-tops and you know (laughs) i i i'm i'm always looking for a um a a better descriptor for you know like undershirts you know people call them wife beaters and i don't like to call them you know the the wife beater shirts (laughs) t-tops isn't isn't bad because you know, tank top it, it yeah. kind of ha- is its own kind of weird thing. But um, and then finally, um, in the in the sing along category, uh, it, it happened to me just the other night. It's happened to me many, many times. And much like when you land on the Shawshank Redemption, uh, if you're flipping through cable channels, if you're flipping around the radio and you hear this song and you're in the car, you, you know, you're in a good spot. And that is uh, R.E.M., with it's the end of the world as we know it and i Ooh, feel that's fine a good one. um you know you can get as many lyrics as you can get out and <laughs> if you miss them then it doesn't matter because the chorus is coming coming right back around um uh to, to belt out again so uh so, so th- those are my uh those are my cruise songs cruise cruise cuts cruise tunes cruise cuts cruise cuts cruise cuts like crew cuts the cruise cut. You got your crew <laughs> crew cut and your T-top. So it, it was funny that Josh mentioned Arcade Fire because today, uh, while I was driving, 
I listened to The Suburbs, mm, um, which I hadn't I hadn't brought that one out in a uh, a long time. So I was like, oh, I don't know, does this hold up? Uh, <laughs> did it deserve album of the year? Um, still good, still pretty good to drive to. Um, so I have a a uh, an assortment here, but uh, this was kind of hard because it's almost like what music don't I like to drive to? But um, I think any music that is, this is just for me. Other people I know do it differently, but any music that's upbeat and propulsive in general, um, and hint, hint on the next episode we're doing, um, will work well as driving music. Another big factor is whether the music can be heard well over the vehicular noise and all the environmental noise. So for me, really quiet stuff often doesn't work. Um, and that's something I'd rather like contemplate at home through headphones or something. I like my driving music to slap generally. So first I want to say fast car, Tracy Chapman. <laughs> that's a, Whoa. that's a soft one though. You said it, only, uh, when it gets to, when that chorus hits though, and, uh, I have a, a fond memory of, of my wife and I, you know, belting the, the chorus out as we, as we drive along, um, I mean, that's that's just a, a gimme right there. Fast car. It's in the title, folks, <laughs> and it's about driving away from your problems. Um, Matt Matt took this one a little bit. I also said Modest Mouse, and I said in, in particular the two albums, Lonesome, Lonesome Crowded West and Moon in Antarctica. Um, I have so many sense memories of listening to those two albums in their entirety on the road a lot. Um, this was in my younger years. Also, um, Daft Punk, the two albums, Discovery and Random Access Memories, are, are really good. Uh, kind of wall-to-wall banger albums, uh, great for uh, propelling you along in the car. Discographology All-Star, Andrew WK, the album, I Get mm, Wet. I consider that um, as well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you're, if you're, if you want to go fast... Um, and not have a care in the world. I have a lot of strong memories um, related to driving uh, to Andrew WK, and not just I Get Wet, but like his second album and, and even even later stuff, uh, which is weird and not as good, but but still good driving stuff, just the, the pure energy. It fuels you. Um, and finally, I said uh, another one from my younger years, uh, a, lot of, a lot of driving to to shows in uh, cities several hours away and stuff. Built to Spill, the two albums, Perfect From Now On and Keep It Like a Secret. I'm just strong sense memories with those ones of driving. Uh, very, very pleasant records to drive to, Built to Spill. Very nice. Mm. The, the first Built to Spill album, uh, There's Nothing Wrong With Love, has a song called Car. Okay, yeah, and... That's their second album. Oh, that's uh, their second. Okay. Com- common misconception. But yeah, I almost considered that one. Also, the one. Uh, oh shit! What's it called? What's the single off that one called? Big Dipper. Yeah, Big Dipper is great to drive. Try drive to. That's a runner up. Awesome. Good choices. So yeah, I, I understand that it's it's hard because like, what music do I not listen to when I'm driving? Because I listen to everything. Uh, it usually depends very much on my mood. Um, sometimes the season or 
you know, a number of number of things or cues that just subliminally, you know, tell me to to listen to it. But uh, one type of music, you know, and I, I I'm guilty of like I don't have like a sound like I didn't put in a sound system into my car or anything. It's just like what it came with stock, but it's usually cranked. And, uh, you know, I'm always listening to something, but I'm a big fan of instrumental music, especially for driving. Um, I got to thinking about that and it just gives me more of my own experience than say something with that has lyrics. Like while lyrics can always be interpreted differently, you, you'll have a bank of words to kind of interpret or go from, but with no words, it's kind of a blank canvas for me to explore and interpret my own meaning but with no pre-existing guidelines to adhere to. But I still listen to plenty of music with words while driving. But I, I started thinking about not specific songs, but just specific uh, artists. Like, for instance, recent a recent one that I did when I drove up to Kansas City, I decided I'm going to listen to uh, Aphex Twins' Drucks. Uh, I'd never listened to it all uh, before. And it's a double album, and it was amazing. It was a great experience. Uh, I think that was a really well-balanced album, like between the crazy, you know, Aphex Twin stuff that he's known for and then some more beautiful, laid-back, ambient kind of stuff, too. It was a, it was a perfect mix, um, but I enjoyed that one. I also enjoy the Richard D. James album to listen to. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big Klaus Schultz fan who's, who's just kind of like an experimental, you know, psych prog musician from... You know, who I think he was originally in Tangerine Dream at one point, but then split off to do his own thing. But his albums, uh, Moon Dawn and Time Wind, are fun to listen to. Um, speaking of Tangerine Dream, I, I really like Stratosphere and Phaedra and Zeit, I think. Um, those are good ones that I've enjoyed. Also, Zombie, I've talked about them a couple times on the podcast before, but Surface to, their album Surface to Air and Escape Velocity are, are both a lot of fun. And then uh, I just love listening to Appleseed Cast. They're they're a great driving band. I've talked about them, you know, kind of in in the winter time a lot. You know, when it's snowing, or they kind of fit all seasons though. So I like their Low Level Owl album and Peregrine. So those are, those are good choices. And and sometimes I go with double albums if it's a long car trip. Like I love long car trips because I'll either put together a huge playlist or I'm gonna you know tackle these certain albums. So I, I love listening to music in the car. That's something I always always look forward to. So yeah. Nice. Well, we got we had some good picks in there for sure. Um so that that wraps it up for this pregame. Uh next week we are gonna be talking about Kraftwerk's Ralph and Florian album and Autobahn. So that's that's your homework for next week. And uh, if you've been enjoying our show, uh, please share with somebody that you know or a friend that you think might like it because we'd we'd love to expand the audience and uh, and hope to find some new listeners that in, enjoy what we're doing. So thank you very much for listening, and we will be seeing you next week. Thanks, everybody. Good. Thank you. Thanks. Go take a drive. <laughs> Not off a cliff or anything. <laughs> It does sound like an insult. Like, go, fly go take a, a drive, kite. man. Go, t- go take a drive. Take a go drive. Stuff it. Teach. <laughs> Stuff it.